Hey, I'm Sean Harrison. Yo, you already know what it is, man. It's Big Sean. Yo, what's up? This is too short. Hey, I'm Mariah Carey. Holla at your folk. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yo, what's up? This is Robin Thicke. What's up, everybody? This is Cy Smith, and we are in the mix with Trent. On demand! We got a big broadcast to do here. Listener discretion is advised. I done told everyone that I was a hoe. I sucked a lot of dicks in my day. I done f- tricks and bitch slapped many motherfuckers. And God knows I did my share of check fault. Because the people running this city didn't leave me a nary option. But that was yesterday. Today I am a woman of God making sure that sin don't have to come climbing in your back doors like it did mine. I hold so you could fly, Chuckalisa. You know what time it is. It's time for In the Mix with Trent. A conversation you didn't know you needed from your Keep It Real friend. And, and black people, stop acting like that. Y'all know the trans people is around. What's a baby mama golden parachute? People treated me like I contracted AIDS in the 80s. Continue to stay inspired. And now, the one, the only, Trent Jackson. Oh yeah. So ha- first of all, first order of business is um happy 2023. Yeah! Happy New Year. We made it. We up in this motherfucker, right? Grateful. Thank God. Shout out to um all of the East Coast listeners. Thank you for especially Tara. Thank you for staying up. I know it's way past your bedtime. But I told her, you know, I like to tell my friends that I'm going to talk about them to give them a heads up so there won't be any confusion later on because the last thing oh i forgot and then you don't listen on demand or whatever and then you're like oh what did he say and i'm like well, I'm, i don't know i forgot what i talked about and then six months later <laughs> you confront me about some shit i said in february or january i'm like what are you talking about no, I... meanwhile there have been eight lunches four birthdays and two holidays and a barbecue and you just now come into terms of what I said in January. Oh, get real. I wish you guys would confront me while it's hot. And while I'm hot, do it while it's hot. Everything. Catch me while it's hot. Because listen. And you guys get your feathers so ruffled. The other day, um, my friend, Tiara, shout out to her. She, yes, lovely girl. She thinks that I hate her. Or at least she thought that I did. It's not true. I was just telling my other good girlfriend um, before I came in here. I was like, she was like, what is wrong with you? Why are you always annoyed? Like, what's your problem? I'm like, you've been friends with me since the 90s, okay? And anybody who has been friends with me any amount of time will tell you that I'm perpetually annoyed. It has nothing to do with you. But if you really want to fucking know what's wrong with me, Stacy. I just fucking lost $25,000 in one swoop and I'm trying to figure out how the fuck I'm going to get it back. Can you help me get it back? That's why the fuck I'm annoyed, you see? And you tell a bitch some shit like that that's real, then all of a sudden, oh, uh, I can't. uh." Exactly. So shut the fuck up. It has nothing to do with you and stop taking everything personal. Who are you, Jermaine Jackson? God. We're not starting off the new year like this. You know, and I was telling my good girlfriend here, she flew in from D.C. She surprised me. 
I don't really like surprises, but I love surprises totally. And <laughs> yeah. Unless it's a, it's a surprise birthday party and I walk into a room full of people and I'm like, oh my god, you, you care. I love those. Speaking of birthdays, shout out to my homegirl Erica. It's her birthday today. I've been friends with her since college. And um, as I stated on Instagram, we've been friends since we were young, uh, tender college co eds, and I use gel in my hair. Those days are long gone. I'm three steps away from a Michael Jackson wig. And I'm I'm okay with it. I'm I'm cool with it. Because, you know, aging is a motherfucker. And they didn't warn me for this. But here we are. Here we are. In 2023. In the future. Love it. We've got a lot to cover tonight. It's going to be a great show. I can already tell. Um, Tay has recovered from his accident, seemingly. His fingers are working at least. That's good. Exactly. Because he needs his fingers. (laughs) Anyway, you're in the mix with Trent. It's the first show of the new year. And um, let me just tell you now, before you get your panties all in a bunch, like everybody else this year, Friday is the... um, Season finale. Yes. We'll talk more about that in a second. Anyway, you're in the mix for Trent live streaming on BKT Radio. I run the station. <laughs> FYI. You know, because no, listen, you have to look. When they've been trying to silence you your whole fucking life, you've got to take matters into your own hand. And even when you get your own shit, they still try to silence that too. You gotta be savvy. It's a chess it's a chess move. Playing chess with with all these people who are trying to silence you, and I'm telling you, your family's the ones that started first, you know. And fuck the family. Exactly. <laughs> Fresh off 2023. Anyway, let me start the show. You're in the mix with Trump. Oh, I've got three minutes. Okay, great. <laughs> um, I got invited to some parties over the weekend. I'll talk about that during the show. And I was very hesitant about going to these parties. See, and this is, it's raining in L.A. Tay just shot some numbers to me and see all of L.A. is listening right now. <laughs> Which means you gotta be careful. <laughs> we don't give a fuck about these people. Um, I do, but then, then you know, I don't. They, they, under, they get it. They don't take it personal. They're not Jermaine Jackson. Only Jermaine Jackson is Jermaine Jackson. So I was hesitant to go to these parties and I'll tell you, well, we talked about that last time we met, but I'll give you a refresher. Um, but it was, a, it was, everything was cool. It was copacetic. It was great. Yeah! Brought in the new year with fantastic people. Um, loved it. Hung out with the guys. Went right to the, um, this is a reefer room. Loved it. Show me where the drugs are and the guys are. And it's a good time. I'm not fucking these niggas. Um, I just want to talk. That's all. I just want to chat these niggas up. That's, what, do you, what do you do? What are you about? You know, you smoke weed. It's good. I just want friends. I don't. I don't. We'll talk about that too. I wish you guys would stay out of my DMs. Like every. Uh, we'll talk about that. I'll tell you the whole weekend in order. And Tay, this was a, li- a little bit longer than three minutes. Because I'm refraining from telling all the stories that I want to tell. Just giving, you know, go to a song. Get a, 
whatever. You're in the mix with Trent live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify. Yeah. And thanks for listening. Back in a second. You're listening. In the mix with Trent on on demand. You are back in the mix with Trent live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on demand. First show of the new year. Thanks for listening. Hope you had a fantastic new year. And you bartered in with people that you at least halfway like. Because you know me. Listen. <laughs> no, I look. So, I first of all, let me just say this. I am very grateful that I still get invited places. Because it truly is um, an honor to be thought of. No, seriously. Cut the theatrics, Dante. It's um, it's it's very nice to be thought of and to be invited places, um, especially when you come from a place where you aren't invited, you know, places, and that's not the experience, right? Um, so I was very hesitant about going to this party. Not that um, well, we kind of talked about it last week. <laughs> not that I didn't want to go, um, per se. It was just that I was so focused on. Um, finishing up the uh, the TV episodes for the for the season. Um, now that I've got my licenses back, yeah! I wanted yeah, I wanted to go right into working. And it just so happens the night that I got my licenses back was the night of the party, and I wanted to make sure that um, everything was in order. So I wanted to get my work done. Um, because I've done a lot of bullshitting and um, with losing $25,000 just like a thief in the night. Yes, just like that. I mean, one day it's sitting in your account, the next day it's not. It's like, oh, what just fucking happened? You feel poor all over again. Um, so, in just trying to handle and juggle business, I was just not in the mindset to party or go out Um at all, I was like, I wanted to get my work done because nigga, I need my motherfucking twenty five thousand dollars, <laughs> and I'm gonna get it. You know, I'm not worried about it, but I am. My friend earlier, I was um, talking with texting, and I was like, you know, just she was like, are you all right? All right, I was like, I think so. I think I'm all right. Like I can still order a pizza from you know Pizza Hut or whatever. <laughs> And that that crazy as that is, that's my measure of like poverty. I will never forget watching Oprah, and um, no, seriously, stop. Oprah, okay, okay, go with me. Okay. I will never forget that I was sitting there watching Oprah, and Fantasia was on there talking about how she was poor and she lost all her money. And she said, "Oprah, I couldn't even order a pizza from Pizza Hut." And I'm like, "How the fuck are you, Fantasia, bitch? And you can't even go down to the Pizza Hut, <laughs> bitch? Times is hard." So I always measure, like, "Bitch, if I can't order a pizza, because I love pizza, if I can't order a pizza, this bitch, I'm in bad shape, right? So I can order a pizza still. Yeah. Okay. A, a, a few pizzas." More than one, bitch. I can order a pizza every Friday for the next 60 Fridays. I don't know. Um, but I'm just saying. So my mind was completely elsewhere. So um, I was just saying, in order for me to go to this party, it's first of all, it's a fucking COVID rainstorm outside, number one. Okay, great. You know, it's New Year's Eve. It's raining. Um... I'm already in the mindset of something else and I don't want to be broken from it. So I was like, it's literally going to take an act of God to fucking get me out of the house. 
and it already takes me so much to get out of the house anyway. Like, I don't leave the house. I leave the house for five people and for out-of-town visitors. <laughs> because my experience with LA locals has not been a good one. So I have my set of friends that I hang out with that I leave the house for. Um, and my friend whose party was, he was included in that. I just didn't feel like socializing, but I'm glad that I, I went, though, right? Um so the act of God happened, and for me, the act of God that night was, I tell you, I was like, oh, I don't feel like going, and you know, it's fine if I don't go, and we're good enough friends where I can just say, look, this is the deal, and this is why I didn't come, and he would respect that. That's the level of, and let me just say something. Um, when you have friends that understand and get you, um, cherish those friends, hold on, pour into those, um, friendships because they're hard to come by. People are, people aren't the same anymore. I mean, these moves to, um, 2022, 2023, these COVID people, and I don't even, it's before that. It's really the, the, the internet, social media plus COVID people. Um, they really just fucked it up for you know for everybody, and and the sliding of the DMs. We'll get to that later. Y'all gotta stop that thirsty shit. Like I don't want to fuck none of y'all. Do y'all understand that I've had my whole phase, okay? And I'm done whoring in the streets. I had a late whole phase, as a matter of fact. You know, most people they're um, gapping their legs open in their twenties. Mine didn't happen until I was well into my thirties. In DC, busting it open, okay? Um, those days are long gone, and please stop sliding into my DMs. Let me, um, I have a story to tell about New Year's Eve, okay? I really wish that she would slide into my subscription box and not my DMs. Because y'all motherfuckers is out here subscribing to OnlyFans, watching these niggas jack off in the same fucking positions day in and day out. At least I provide you with different fucking material and different scenarios to tackle and handle life. I mean, come on. What skill is going to fucking hold you over until the end of time? Right. So I went to the party, okay? Great time. Lovely aesthetic. Oh, the apartment. Oh, it was beautiful. Okay? It looked like something that should have been in, like, Architectural Digest. Everything was all white. And I love it. Because clearly they don't have kids and, and animals and shit running around. Because you can't have white furniture and have a house that just looks like it belongs in a magazine and it shouldn't have even been a party at all. You know, a backdrop for beautiful things. Like beautiful people, um, beautiful party. Oh, the spinach dip was to die for. You had to have been there to have it. Homemade in a cast iron skin like somebody's mama or grandmama made it or something. Original recipe, you can tell. Great. Right? It wasn't one of these parties where there's nothing but just chicken. There was an option for me. Because I'm so tired of y'all fucking black people inviting me to these fucking parties where there's nothing but chicken and Hennessy and meatballs tossed in chicken juice. Where is the new age vegan food? Or a beef skewer, please. You know, I really appreciate a good party. Um, I throw good parties and, you know, having a good party, it's a nice balance of food. Um, the nice balance of right people, um, music in the background, nice ambience, all that, right? And this is one of those, it was a good party, and I'm glad that I went. Even though, listen here, here comes the funny part. This is where it gets crazy. My social battery died at about 1.45, 2 o'clock. 
God. So there becomes a point where in the night where I just get absolutely quiet and my face tells a completely different story than what is actually going on in my mind. So at about four o'clock or something like that, 3.45, 4 a.m., yes, all, all night, I was not expecting to shut the party down because in my head, you know, stroke of midnight by 1.30, I will be back at home or on my way to a taco truck to get a burrito <laughs> and in my bed and then back to the studio to finish editing, right? This is my mind. None of that happened. I went to bed starving, drunk, kind of, and making blank crazy faces in the group photo that group photo was horrible because i looked like i was absolutely over it and i had a great time but it was that my social battery was dead and i was trying to figure out where the fuck i was gonna get this twenty five thousand dollars from because ain't nobody just about to hand me a check without wanting me to jack them off or some crazy bullshit like that i'm not doing that i have had my time of jacking you niggas off and playing in your rectums, I'm I'm not even I'm not interested. <laughs> Remotely. So, you know, I had a good time at the party. It was great. Burning the movie with um, people that I like. Um It was a perfect night because um I was around people that I love. My friends that well, two of them in particular. <laughs> I'm friends with everybody, but, you know, there's levels to friendship. Like, you know, I'll go and have a lunch and some tacos with you or something like that, but I'm not about to sit up and tell you all of my business either or tell you about I need $25,000. You know, you keep some stuff surface, but um, I brought in the new year with exactly um, who I wanted to bring it in with, and it was great, and I love it. And uh, now I'm just trying to figure out my footing, just like everybody else in the world. But I'm going to tell you something, man. Mercury is out here retrograde and steer fucking clear. Because as soon as I woke up on, what was that, Sunday morning? New Year's? Yeah. Sunday morning, I wake up at about 12 noon, starving. And my fucking ex, I don't even know what to call this motherfucker. My, let's just say my ex, the last... The last real relationship that I was in in D.C., you know, the guy, I've never told you guys about this before. You know, <laughs> I've never talked about this out loud. I don't think I should. It doesn't act exactly paint me in the best light, but we'll go for it. Um, the nigga had the nerve to fucking message me to tell me that he was divorced and his wife was leaving. The same bitch that he cheated on me with, he married. <laughs> Yeah, he fucked her in my bed. I caught him. Yeah, it was a. I'll tell the story later. Not tonight. Not tonight. I wake up to this message from him, and I'm just like, "Who? Who sent you?" And I'm like, "Oh, Mercury retrograde, right?" Hit me up, and because he's blocked on my personal Facebook, he had to hit me up on Trent Jackson's Facebook, which is even more funny. Which means that you had to dig and search. Cause see my Instagram has been the same for the last decade And you were blocked on that So Anyway I feel bad for the wife He left that bitch high and dry with a wet pussy and two toddlers A mess Like he is gonna catch karma for that And what are you hitting me up for I don't care I don't care I'm not interested We all knew that you were gay She probably figured that you were into um, gay shit I don't know whatever it has nothing to do with me Leave me alone stay in DC with that bullshit 
Because if you come to LA, I'm gonna have my thugs get you on. As soon as you step off that off that flight, come and looking for me. And I hope you're listening. Is anybody listening from PG County? Tell me. Hey, this is Mariah. Hoping that you have a very happy New Year. You're listening. In the mix with Trent on on demand. You are back in the mix with Trent. Thank you for listening. Live streaming on BK2 Radio and Spotify on demand at some point. Oh, Spotify hasn't been updated since last year. For reasons known to everyone. So, um, my new year has, uh, you know, usually uh, I'm not a resolutions person uh, or anything like that because I always do what I want to do anyway. The way the spirit moves me, I don't do anything that um, I don't feel like doing. I gave those days up. Um, yeah. Don't feel like it. Not doing it. I'm going to have lunch with one of my old co-workers tomorrow. And um, it was so funny. We were thinking about each other at the same time. She cracks me up. <laughs> I absolutely love her. She's she's hilarious. Um, she's she's one of my kind. Um, but I'm gonna tell her to stage a walkout. They're not gonna fire her because you know what? We have to be bold and do like bold things in 2023 to get these people's attention. Because otherwise, they otherwise they're not gonna get it. Um, drastic times call for drastic measures and if you look around everybody is fucking nuts like why are you crazy girl and like they're getting crazier just like these motherfuckers are on the loose in my DMs I look the same as I did 20 years ago still um look hair is still hairline is still thinning girl still large and in charge okay nothing has changed at all Except I just lost $25,000 But besides that Nothing has changed I look the same I'm the same Like where did y'all come from With these DMs Are y'all just And it's crazy because And not that I really wanted To talk about this next I really wanted to talk about This lunch that I had It was a great lunch Oh And it sent the people On Instagram into an uproar Oh I mean They were upset about it. I mean, where are you going to hang out with me? You're always hanging out with everybody else, but you don't want to hang out with, like, five people. It's like they got together in a room and decided they were going to barrage me in my DMs about why I don't want to hang out with you, girl. You're boring. You like vision. And, sir, you're trying to fuck me, and I'm not a homosexual in the daytime. So, y'all got to stop with all this nonsense. Come to me normal. And the killer thing is, is like these people, they've seen me in real life and places out and they look at me from afar and they don't say anything. <laughs> and you know, I'll be waving. Oh, hey. <laughs> and I understand that I have like a permanent scowl. <laughs> it means nothing. I'll be thinking about how the fuck I'm going to get this 25000 <laughs> And when am I going to put these billboards up around town? And when am I going to step out of my own way and step out of fear to make this fucking shit happen so I can live the life the way I want to? I'm not thinking about what nobody else is doing. I don't give a fuck about what you're doing. <laughs> I, I'm a narcissist in the fact I am trying to improve and battle myself so I can be better. I don't give a fuck about what you're doing. <laughs> As long as God is blessing you and you doing it and you getting your dick wet or your vagina lick, cool, honey, all for it. You got money in the bank, child, you can order a pizza, that's good. 
don't worry about what I'm doing. If you want to know what I'm doing, do me this. Go and subscribe to my fucking platform. Go and buy a mug off of my website. Support what I'm doing. That's how I need you to be in my face right now. We can talk later. And I, you know, I'm very specific about where I give my energy and how I give my and where to into who and to how. Seriously. So when you see me out on Instagram wondering why I'm not hanging out with shoes because number one, bitch, again, you're boring. As a motherfucker. And I'm a boring bitch too. So two boring motherfuckers sitting up looking at each other, child. Listen, unless it's telepathy going on, I don't want to hang out with you. And I know I'm tele- telepathic, so uh listen. <laughs> See, because when you have telepathy, you can communicate in silence with people, and it's good. You could just sit there and figure shit out, and then you got to worry about nothing. <laughs> yeah, some people have the gift. Everyone does not. <laughs> so I can't hang out with you. And then when you do have the gift, and then you don't have it, you be sitting up looking at me because I'm telling you some shit. You're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you don't even realize what's happening in front of you. And then guess what? You hit me up six months later and be like, oh, remember that time we went to lunch and you were telling me, like, yeah. <laughs> I do remember, and you're wasting my time. Just imagine, you know, let me just say this while we're on this topic. You know, I don't mean to be short with people. I already know what you're going to ask, and I've made up my mind about how I'm going to respond already, or, you know, I know that you're about to say some illogical bullshit, and I want to stop it before I get bothered, because if I get bothered, it's going to go way left. You know, it's not people, don't take it personal. It's not about you, Jermaine Jackson. That's what we call people who take everything personal. Your name is Jermaine Jackson. <laughs> We're going to play that song in the show so you can get the reference for you young kids who don't understand. <laughs> Back in the 80s, Michael Jackson's brother had a top pop hit <laughs> called Don't Take It Personal. It was um, an R&B classic amongst um, the blacks. Yeah! Your mama knows the record. Your daddy too. He was the one bumping it because he was pissed off at your mama, probably. But that's a different topic for a different day. Um. So I had this great lunch, the lunch that I got everybody on Instagram and uproar. And Tierra popped up in LA for a wedding, not my wedding. Contrary to popular belief, okay, let's just clear up. Let's can we just talk about this? Let's just clear up this ring on my finger, okay? Let's talk about the pink elephant in the room. It's been on pictures all over Instagram. Yes, there is a, a, a band, a diamond band on my hand. Well, I can't, I can't wear gifts? Thank you. It's a gift. It's not an engagement ring, okay? So just calm down. Just everybody fucking relax. Please. God damn. Y'all be so concerned about homosexuals. Y'all be don't y'all don't like gay people at all, but y'all be so concerned about who's bumping dicks with who. And let me just clear this up. Even if it was an engagement ring, I wouldn't even fucking tell you. I wouldn't even tell you if I was married. Mm-mm. Cause y'all nosy. And y'all take pictures and y'all make a spectacle out of gay relationships all the time. Two black men can't even be friends without bitches thinking that they fucking. Y'all get on my nerves. Y'all exhausting. And then y'all need to spend some of that energy y'all invested on looking at me and who I'm fucking and get y'all some goddamn dick. That's the problem. Mad because ain't nobody looking at you because your energy's off and you're boring. 
Of course niggas are gonna be in my face. I'm exciting. I'm funny. I've got a fat ass <laughs> and long hair. And it's half the reason why I don't smile because they've already told you you can't trust a big button to smile. So if I was around this motherfucker smiling, y'all wouldn't trust me even more. So I'm gonna frown the fuck up. Hello. Don't even look at me. Frown the fuck up. That's how you know you can trust me because BBD warned you. So I'm, I figure I won't smile. How about that? It's a conversation piece, motherfucker. So I went to this great lunch. Oh, Tierra, she's amazing. I knew her back in the DC days. Um, and uh, she popped up for a wedding. And I was, it, was a great, it was a great surprise because I hadn't seen her or talked to her in a while. And, you know, we went out. Oh, of course, I'm running out of time. Oh, shut up. I'm going to take my 10 minutes. I'm, it's, it's 8.50. It's almost the top of the hour. I'm going to tell this story for the people on the East Coast so they can go to sleep. Because I don't think they're going to last past the next 15 minutes. So let me just get this out of the way now. Okay? My show. So, I hadn't talked to her in a, in a really long while. And, you know, I have a... Ten- let me just talk about this because I think I need to clear this up. I have a tendency of um, just kind of moving on with my life. When I, f- when I feel like the energy in our friendship is not reciprocal i just remove the energy all the way because i don't chase people around town i'm not a chaser i don't chase anybody as you can see by my body type i don't run any fucking way, okay i don't chase people either you are or you aren't and as a 40 year old um and just on my own experiences bitch either we're gonna be friends or we're not this we're not let's not make this fucking hard and then if you got people interfering with the friendship you know your spouse or whatever i'm gonna back all the way the fuck up and you hit me up when it's convenient for you because i don't want to stir up no shit or cause no fucking problems i've got a life to live and a tv show to produce and that does not involve anybody but me oh and crystal because she's the one that's gonna hold me accountable to making sure all the episodes and the shows get posted okay so besides all that i hadn't talked to tiara in a really long while and we don't talk to people um you know a couple things happen you first of all i didn't delete her from from facebook so we were still friends in my mind um we just hadn't talked but um she we i told her where to meet me and about 20 minutes before um we met up she's like oh my friend's coming with me too to lunch. and i'm like oh new people fuck let me let me pull oh and good it's the daytime so it's easier for me to be a heterosexual during the daytime just in case Oh, and baby, there was no need for me to be a homosexual because she invited another one to, I mean, a heterosexual, she invited another homo, but it was cool, it was cool, because I'm going to be me, um, but I just have reservations about meeting new people because I have a very strong personality, I've always had one, I know that I'm not for everybody, um, and I don't, you know, I'm not toning myself down anymore for anybody, you're going to get this full throttle, okay, like it or not. Um, but I was nice. I'm always nice and cordial and respectful when I meet people. Always. I, I'm never a bitch um, up front unless I need to. I'm always nice and friendly. People will tell you that. 
<laughs> but the shit goes left very quick. <laughs> it didn't go left though. Um, but she said to me, she was like, I will never forget the time you cussed me out in your apartment in DC. Oh my God. And I fell out laughing and she told me about it. She's like, do you remember that? I was like, no. I was like, come on, it was 10 years ago. Um, but we're friends. And here's the thing. And you know, and I needed to hear that because it's something that I need to correct because people think that if I curse you out, then then that that's the end all be all. No, being cursed out by me is a part of friendship. I'm sorry. I'm going to verbally abuse you just, just a little bit out of love because I want you to, I, I see the potential. And first of all, I require the, the best around me because I require the best of myself. So I'm not going to let you um, run through the world slacking or fucking up or doing some shit that I know that will cause a problem for you in the future. I'm going, it's, it, it's to help you. And I'm going to cuss you out and then we're going to go get tacos afterward and smoke some weed and it's going to be all good. Um, because that's what friends do. Iron sharpens iron. Um, now Tierra is an attorney. Um, yeah! First year, fresh out of law school, just passed the California bar, like, boom, first try. Um, and what she said was, you taught me something about boundary. And I said, yes, um, I am a teacher and in a roundabout way okay (laughs) little brash but you got it and it carried you throughout life and when you encountered another fucking brazen brash big bitch like me you know you knew how to handle it so it all worked out and now we're sitting here at lunch and we're talking about you know we're not even talking about we're we're living the dreams that we talked about 10 years ago and that's a beautiful thing to be able to share with somebody and as much time has separated when you um, love somebody, when you connect with somebody and you pour it into somebody the way that we both have to each other, those things don't change. They don't die no matter what happens. Yeah! And seriously. And it's very important that we and and that we cultivate more friendships and relationships like this. It's not hard to do. It's not hard to do. People make it way harder than it has to be. Just show up. This is why um, lunch, having a lunch with my friends is so important to me. Um, it gives people an, an opportunity to step outside of you know their norm, um, to do something different, have some good food, have a good laugh, and feel different because we have to break up the monotony of fucking scrolling and fucking double tapping every fucking day. And, you know letting navigation guide us around town and guide us through life we need human interaction and it is the only thing that was number one is going to save us and sustain us and it's going to keep our relationships going because when all this shit breaks and it is going to break at some point when all this fucking shit breaks what are we going to have our connections that we've made with people along the way and if we don't maintain them and pour into them and it takes work if we don't do it we're not going to have them and we are really going to be in a bad space. And I'm fortunate enough that, um, A, I still get invited to parties. <laughs> even though I look bored. <laughs> it's not true. And I'm glad that I know have friends that understand my facial expressions and can read the energy and read the room. Um, and I can... And, I can be vulnerable with. I'm I'm super grateful for all these things because I know that is 
not in my imminent future to fucking be alone and crusty when the fucking technology breaks. <laughs> It'll be fun. I'll be having a barbecue and a party and it, you'll be watching it on whatever we can watch at that point. <laughs> and you'll be mad that you're not there. You have to build the fucking connection is all I'm saying. Pick up the phone and call your friends. Text them and say, I don't want anything. Just thinking about you. These things go a long way. And no, seriously, it could be five, ten years, but the connection that you make with somebody, it never fucking dies and it never goes away. Yeah! Seriously. Because I'm going to cuss out everybody <laughs> and still have friends. And that goes a long way because, you know, people know that it's 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 in love. And um, we're, we're all here to teach each other. Seriously, that's why I share my story so much. Um, because the things that I talk about, we don't really talk about that much. We hold it in and those things become resentment and depression. And I'm no victim to all. I've been vocal about that too. So this year going forward, pour into your relationships and those connections that you really want and desire. Trust me, they're attainable. Um, when people reach out, reach out back, make a connection and don't be afraid to do it. Seriously. It's the top of the hour. You're in the mix with Trent. Thank you so much for listening. Live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify On Demand. Back in a second. You're listening in the mix with Trent. Let's go. Right now. On Demand. You're back in the mix with Trent. Live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify On Demand. Thanks for listening. Here's what I'm not going to do. Um, I'm not doing it with y'all back and forth. That's number one. Um, if it's difficult or if it's challenging or if it's like more than three steps, I'm not doing it because you know why I'm old. And <laughs> not really. Um, I'm, I'm old. Old enough to, to know better. Um, young enough to still pull a 26 year old. Hot and fresh like a little Caesar's pizza, baby. Okay, ready. Although, I need some collagen because I've noticed some drooping on my face. Look, it's, it's, yeah. It's like, oh, there's that 40. I've got, look, it's supplements. I have to start doing all the fa weird facial exercises. Maybe I should move my face more and smile and not stop being a, a resting bitch face. Make more animated faces. <laughs> Oh, because the drooping, I can't deal with it. Just like I can't deal with my cousin inviting me to her birthday party three days before. What what kind of operation are you blacks out here running? A black op y'all are still running black operations all this time later. This is why I'm not going. I hope you're listening too, Nicole. I'm not coming to your party because according to you, you're still on the way to mine from March. So when you show up to my party, I'll show up to yours, okay? And I didn't want to say that to your face over the text message or on the phone because I wanted to pick up the phone and call you and ask you what the fuck you were thinking. You avoid me like, I'm a, like I've got COVID constantly or something. Like, I don't know. And maybe it's not um, appropriate to, to air it out on the show, but you know how I roll. You should pick up the phone and call me and talk to me because I, you know, I, I, I don't talk. You know, no. It drives me crazy. It, it drives me batshit crazy. 
Like, don't ever call me and tell me that you're on the way to to the party. Ask me what I want, what type of liquor I should bring, and all this bullshit, and then you never show up. Bitch, you wasn't no car accident. You was on on that bullshit like you always are. So please refrain from inviting me to places. Number one, just because you want my fucking humor and company. I'm tired of that shit, which is another reason why y'all be in my DMs. Y'all just want to... I'm not entertainment. If you want entertainment, bitch, live stream my shows on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. <laughs> That's what it's here for. It's, I don't, I'm not personal entertainment, bitch. If we can't talk about no real shit or come off no motherfucking surface shit, I don't want to be around you. How about that? Hmm? Oh, okay. Fuck the family! Yes. <laughs> Because you're still on the way to my party, remember? And the last time I checked, you don't hang out with people that smoke weed, so. Okay, okay, okay. go with me here. Okay, go, oh, go with me. You put in your marijuana, you lace it, you roll it up, and you smoke All it in your it. weed. It's just another form. I mean, so how you want to do this? I mean, for real. Because like, I'm, I'm tired of the fake shit. I'm tired of the fuck shit. And... You know, it's another reason why on, on on New Year's Eve, I didn't want to go out because I wanted to really prepare my mind because, you know, I've been thinking and, you know, I've been talking about this on my show. Like, I did not want to come back on air until I knew that um, episode seven, uh, not F7, but eight, nine and ten um, were ready. Um, so they're back in the back, you know, rendering um, and all like that. So they'll be posted this week. But I needed to sit down and really watch that episode um, because it just kind of happened haphazardly. I've been talking about this shit for a whole year. Um, if you subscribe or listen to my show any amount of time, you know that what I'm referring to. Fuck the family! Yes, that episode. <laughs> where I basically tear everybody in the family down. But, you know... I have to face because I'm not the only one that that goes through this. We all sort of have some family trauma that we're working through, um, and it shows up in relationships, our personal relationships. It shows up in the types of jobs that we pick. Um, it even goes down to the kind of office drama and how we respond to it. It's basically all a replication of the shit that we experience and go through with our families first. Let that sink in. So until you deal with your family or not to, however you want to handle it, the issues that you continue to go through in your personal life um, and your professional life will, will plague you because you have to deal with your family first. That's why they have their saying, all roads lead home. <laughs> so I really had to sit down with myself and have a, a real conversation about what this is going to look like because most people are not sitting up and the airing their entire family out Fuck the family. exactly over a video for the entire world to see so i not only have to because i'm talking about my own trauma and my own experience which was already you know reconciling it was enough but then to even though I've talked about it, but even to put it on video and watch it back and to call people out by name. It's a difficult thing to do. And it's a hard thing to do, especially when it's connected directly to um, your professional life. I'm a damn good uh, talk show host. I know that. Yeah! 
I can hold the show on my own. I know that. I'm living out my dream. Okay. Most people in my family have not lived out their dreams. And when you come from a family who have limiting beliefs about themselves, they try to project and impose those same beliefs on you. And they do everything in their power to make sure that you don't achieve your maximum potential. This is where I come from and I'm not the only one. So I know that what I'm getting ready to do is not only bigger than me, but it's going to have ramifications that I know that I have to be ready for on all levels. So I've been sitting over the weekend just thinking that I know that my fear of communication is trauma based because I've been made to feel like even as a small kid that my voice doesn't matter and how I feel was oh I know that my emotions were invalidated anything that I thought was wrong told that it was wrong all in an attempt to silence me and I knew that and if I spoke up I knew that it would be invalidated and there will be negative consequences for it which is probably why I'm a loud mouth now <laughs> oh I'm gonna tell you cause you ain't shut me up no more but it all comes from the family. Fuck the family. <laughs> um, so this week is the week. Right? Because the, the loose ends have to be tied up. And uh, I can't have this sh- shadowing me anymore. And, and people know. They know how it feels. Anyway, Tay is signaling for a commercial. You're in the mix with Trent, live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify On Demand. Thanks for listening. You're listening in the mix with Trent on On Demand. You are in the mix with Trent, live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify On Demand. Thank you for listening. Um, Let me shout out uh, a couple of the VIP subscribers. They don't listen live frequently. They listen on demand more than they do live, but a couple of them are listening live tonight. And when I say VIP subscribers, I mean they paid the premium price, okay? <laughs> they paid the VIP package. They are gold member subscribers. Um, they help produce uh, the season uh, one of In the Mix with Trent TV. Yeah! So I thank them gratefully. Yes. I love it. Thank you for that. <laughs> Put it up there and they buy it. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, um, I'll keep. Uh, I was about, to, yeah, you saw. It. I was about to say something, but uh, uh-uh, I'm gonna keep it positive and nice for 2020. I've already bashed them earlier, so I'm not gonna say anything. Else. Keep it cool. But um, shout out to the VIP subscriber, um, Apple and in Inglewood. Thank you for listening live tonight. Listen on demand too. Catch up on your stream, bro. I love when the LA people listen tonight. It's a lot of LA people listening. It's because it's raining and everyone's in the house. I'm the only person out in the streets. Close your legs to marry me. Oh, come on, Dante. You know I am not out here like that. Come on. Give me some slack. Come on. Give those days up. Yeah! 
fun while it lasted. Which makes me think about Felicia Wright and her five kids. No, not like that. No, because she said something on um, episode eight. You'll see it this week. Um, the VIP subscribers will have it first. They'll probably have it at midnight tonight when that episode finishes rendering. Felicia Wright, yes. She, um... Sure, she's a friend to the show. I, no, I love her, actually. Um, she was instrumental in um, me recording that episode um, about my family. So, seriously. Because we had a very good conversation um, on episode, a good old conversation on episode eight. Um, Felicia Wright, she was um, featured in the documentary that's on HBO Max called um, United Skate. Yeah! Yes. And... I actually grew up with Felicia. She's older than I'm than I just a little bit though. Um, but we went to church together when I was as, as a kid. Um, so I hold really fine memories for Felicia. I'm very grateful that she um, did the show. Um, and she inspired me to heal. And, and when she inspired me to heal, of course, she passed it along. And I passed it along to people that listen. So um, that's how we make it all go round. And the other VIP listener that's listening all the way on the East Coast, Tara, she's always listening and supporting. She is a supreme um, VIP member, a financier, if you will. Her name is on the credits of the show, specifically. Get into it, okay? Shout out to her. She's a way past her bedtime so she is conservative <laughs> she doesn't have time she don't take pictures any you know it's so funny virgos don't like taking pictures not one virgo on my grandmother refuses anyway we'll talk about the tara i love her um it's so funny because it leads me to talking about my obsession with Dion warwick okay Tara's, cause Tara, um, she um lives in New Jersey, so she sees Dion Warwick all the time, and you know, in my mind, she's like this old legacy, um, classic artist, right? Um, but Tara, you know, she, to her, she's like this mean old lady, and you know, Dion Warwick will cuss your ass out in a minute, child. You know, I met her um last summer at her concert or whatever it was. Oh, it was a beautiful time. Cuss me out right off the Um But I love Dionne Warwick and I love an old old crazy lady who don't know the words to nothing. Just say whatever. Crazy is all get out. Um But she has a wonderful documentary on CNN right now and I stayed up watching it um all night last night. Oh yeah. Oh till five in the morning. And then I went to sleep hungry as hell with the munchies but it's one to watch you know i love a good documentary so if you have cnn um on demand or whatever watch it and um get back to me but fun fact honey Dion warwick she would have been retired and just off in her geriatric um you know um paradise had she not gave all of her royalties to that's what friends are for to the tens of millions okay do you hear tens of millions of dollars she gave it away listen take it off the button 
I know you're glad your fingers are working from the wreck, but just calm down. <laughs> I didn't say stop the tape. I just said calm down. So, <laughs> leave your ass alone. So, she into the tens of millions she gave away her royalties to that's what friends are for that's what friends are for i did not know this until this morning <laughs> that that song was um basically to a two and four aids research yes and it was her um show of loyalty to the people who are, who are dying from aids at the time um and it was a very um Here's what I'll say about the documentary. I want you to watch it, even if you think she's a mean old lady or don't even know who um, Dionne Warwick is. I think we need to, number one, pay homage to the people that are still here who have um, survived segregation, um, that have been a voice um, to a, a speaking out on things and just ultimately keeping it real all the way around. Um, And the coolest thing for me about the documentary is that she is still alive and well, even in her 80s, to be here to see it. Um, Yes. Because as you know, Whitney Houston was her cousin. And when you watch the old clips of Dionne Warwick when she was in her day, because I wasn't alive for it. She was popping in the 60s, right? Um... So to bridge a, a racial barrier at that time of segregation and to go through all that singing pop music um, and to still be real and smoke her Newports <laughs> to this day, okay? Um, I'm here for all of it. But when you watch the old clips in the documentary, you see why Whitney Houston was who Whitney Houston was. Um and it just made me think about everything that we know about Whitney, rest her soul. Um, just the way that her family tormented her. Fuck the family! Oh, yeah. Um, not letting her um, be a lesbian. Oh, that's what it was all about. Um, and just being controlled by her family ultimately to the point of her demise. Uh, it, was, it was so sad. But you saw, you saw who she wanted to be like. The elegance... Um, the way she sang, the poise, the all of it. It was Dionne Warwick. And it must be a crazy thing for her mother, Sissy, to have to watch her only daughter not want to be like her. And as you, yeah, and if you watch her, you can see the contention. You can see the body language. <laughs> but Dionne was probably like, look, bitch. <laughs> It's a, it's a good documentary, yeah! right? Watch it. It's on CNN. On the man as well. And uh, in tribute to um, Dionne Warwick, who was just in concert here not so long ago. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I missed it. I was um, busy. My favorite Dionne Warwick song. If you get me drunk enough at karaoke, I'll sing it. Yeah! But it has to be like some 80 proof tequila or something. Yeah, and there has to be hot guys in the room. <laughs> the mess. Anyway, you're in the mix with Trent, live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on demand. Thanks for listening. You're listening. In the mix with Trent on on demand.
You are back in the mix for Trent live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify On Demand. Thanks for listening. Almost 1 a.m. on the East Coast. Thanks for staying on with me. At least you were entertained and you laughed. You caught me on the night that I was on. I wouldn't have done this to you on a Monday night. Not after football. So thanks for listening. Um... During the commercial break, I was totally going to talk about something else in the show different, but um, that's one thing I love about um, being live and, and, and going live. It's unscripted and things happen as they happen. Um, you know, here's the thing. One of my, and I'm trying to tie this up to make it all make sense. Um, I talked about my VIP subscriber, um, Tara, um, in the last segment. Um, but during the commercial break, she sent me this text message and, you know, um, I didn't cry. Yeah! I felt like I needed to, and just it out, but, um, she sent me a book that I wrote some 14, 15 years ago at this point, 16 years ago. And the inscription in it and, you know. She sent me a text message, but that's uh, private. But the point to all that is, um, adults need a village too. We always say it takes a village to raise a kid, but you know, what if that kid that needs the village doesn't have one? I was that kid. So as an adult, I need the village. (laughs) But we all need the support in the village as adults too. We forget that. Um, because the raising never stops we always evolve and we always change um so tara if you're still listening i know it's past your bedtime (laughs) thank you so much for that thank you for your unyielding support and your loyalty throughout the years and getting me and and, oh here comes the cry shit here it comes here it comes just might as well go for it um you know for not for not turning your back on me when everybody else did and you know what I'm talking about and for allowing me to constantly see something different right on the other end of the spectrum welcoming me into your world and always supporting me throughout the years first book second book all that but what sticks out to me the most is 2016 When I was going through it in the middle of the fight of my life, the, the nastiest lawsuit anybody could go through, I was being destroyed. I didn't have any friends. I could not talk to anybody about what I was going through. But somehow, some way, I ended up in New York on a whim and we had dinner and just... I needed that so much because people have no idea what I survived that year. And just the way that I knew I would make it through, but I didn't think that I would be here where I am and this better than I was. I didn't think that. My only instinct, 
was to try to make it through the situation and not die because that's what it felt like you know being followed around i was being literally followed what people don't know is that i was being followed around the country every time i left la somebody was on a plane following me to the next fucking city to see what i was doing and who what i was doing it with just trying to find something to ruin me everywhere i went i'll never forget i i made it look like that i was stuck in new york because it was a snowstorm that day and i checked in to the airport and everything and i never showed up to the airport because i took an amtrak out of the city in dc yes i left new york and i literally escaped and went to dc didn't tell anybody i was there and i literally called all of my fbi friends and told them look i'm in danger like i need to get the fuck out of here like can you fucking help me i ended up going to miami where i was followed <laughs> and some random person like it was a mess like that time and i don't talk about it because people would not believe me unless you were fucking there my friends know we'd be in the car just driving down the street and we've got three cars telling us taking pictures literally like i'm some fucking michael jackson or something and you know people trying to get a picture and it was to the point where i had to hire security guards to fucking follow the people that were following me oh it got crazy and being in that situation not being able to trust anybody and knowing that there's one place that you can absolutely go and be safe and protected is priceless and it's 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 invaluable and i will carry that with me forever because it's friendship that you it's friendship that people want that people desire but you understand you've got to put in the work for that you've got to put in the and people don't like people are lazy they don't like putting in the work to be to even be friends with somebody to know them inside and out and to be solid and i took you know i opened the show talking about the lunch that i had with my friend tiara and the first thing she said was i remember you cussed me out right <laughs> and how i taught her a boundary what she doesn't know is that and i haven't told her this is that she taught me something and even though i lead with this all the time because i know better than anybody that when you are going through something you are not yourself and sometimes we get caught up in life and we don't talk to our friends and we get selfish but after lunch this week what she taught me was that is you are always always no matter what to extend grace because you never know what people are going through and battling every fucking day and i said it earlier in the show that when you connect with somebody and when you have broken bread with somebody and bonded with somebody like tiara and i have over the years um that connection doesn't die no matter any amount of time um that goes past and, and i stand by that and i learned something this week about friendship about support because it really does take a village for adults <laughs> too and i'm grateful to have that because everyone does not yeah! but i know that 
in order to get there, you have to be honest with yourself, number one. And I told that to Tierra, too. Because we were running late for lunch. And I said, child, I said, I've already made the reservation for 4 o'clock. And the reason why I made it for 4 o'clock, you told me 3.30 or 3 o'clock. That means 4 because I know who my friends are. Because I know myself. And it's never a slight. Because, see, when you know yourself and when you are aligned, you can get along. And you know things. And you know shit that you probably shouldn't even be knowing. Alignment is serious and when you are aligned Especially when you have people um, That you've connected with It's very important to always show And extend grace because someone has done it for you And that's it You're in the, You've been in the mix for Trent Thank you for listening It's been a great night Happy New Year It's raining in LA It's probably snowing on the East Coast And all that jazz So here's the perfect song for Um the midnight meltdown right? <laughs> thanks for listening let's do this again on Friday night you're listening in the mix with Trent on, on demand